Hello, and welcome to the Notary Business Talk, the podcast dedicated to sharing ideas, strategies, and techniques to help grow your business and improve your life. And now, with more than two decades of notary business experience, your host, Abraham Zamora, the notary entrepreneur. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Notary Business Talk. My name is Abraham Zamora, and I am the notary entrepreneur. In this episode, we're going to discuss four simple ways to prepare for taxes as a notary because we are entering that time again where we need to start getting ready for what is the most exciting and thrilling part of being a notary, doing our taxes. Now, I, of course, I was being a little sarcastic there, but for most of you who have been listening to the show regularly, we have Ronnie Mickle on the show today. And what has now become sort of like a monthly a monthly, monthly segment for us, hasn't it, Ronnie? Yeah, I, I'm glad to be here every month. So <laughs> I love it. I love it. The audience loves it. I'm getting great feedback. And for those of you who are new to this episode, if this is the first time listening to the show, I'll quickly introduce Ronnie. Ronnie is the owner of Unlimited Inc. Notary, which is a nationwide signing service company. He is also the owner of Notary Stars, which is an online training and continuing education platform where he offers pre-recorded and live training for any notary who wants to just kind of sharpen their skills and get more knowledge to become a better, more proficient notary uh, as, uh, in the field. So uh, that's who Ronnie is. And part of what we're doing now is sort of has evolved since the first time we started this is that Ronnie, uh, every, every month he has something called Notary Stars Unlimited, which is a free online Zoom type of meeting where you know, whether you're a member to Notary Stars or not, you're welcome to come in. And he discusses essentially what we're discussing in this podcast, but in more detail with an opportunity for you guys to interact and ask questions. I'm typically involved in, uh, or at least part of the, uh, the actual audience there. So uh, this will be sort of a continue that will be a continuation of what we discuss here for those of you who are interested so we'll give more details on that uh in terms of notary stars if you are uh, interested or would like to learn more about notary stars you can always go to notaryentrepreneur.com forward slash notary stars where you can get my quick little review of notary stars and why i am a member and regularly join his uh his classes particularly the marketing class which i really really enjoy i also welcome you guys to uh, check out the youtube channel for those of you who are listening audio only we do record these conversations and are available for your viewing pleasure on my notary entrepreneur youtube channel so definitely invite you to go there and we'll have all the links in the show notes for you guys to uh to have access to those so Let's talk taxes, 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 taxes. Now, some of you might be new to this industry and may not have thought about or realize how important doing your taxes, particularly as a self-employed W-9 uh, individual is. And for some of you, you know, it might come as a surprise or a shock, sort of the things that have to be done during this. Not terribly bad. I mean, I won't consider it a bad thing. In fact, 
There's a lot of good being an entrepreneur and being self-employed. You can start deducting things that you typically wouldn't be able to deduct as an employee. So there are definitely good and bad. And the whole goal of this episode is to get you familiarized with the idea of taxes, how to prepare for taxes, and how to take advantage of uh, our career as notaries to maximize your end of year, essentially. And so for those of you who are brand new, this is going to be fantastic information. But though, for those of you who have been doing this for, for a while, I can almost assure you, knowing the way Ronnie is, you guys are going to get some new insight that you may have not thought about. I mean, I used to use uh, Excel for like the first 10 years of my career until I figured out there, there were better ways, you know. And so, uh, so stay tuned, listen to the whole thing. I think you guys are going to really, really enjoy it. So uh, with that said, Ronnie, let's go ahead and get into this. Uh, we have essentially four sort of foundational uh, main tips and ideas for people to consider as, uh, <laughs> as they get ready to do their taxes. And the first one is to make sure that their W-9 address is up to date. And I don't think people realize something as simple as that could can, if not done properly, can create havoc and have such a huge impact in their life and their business. So let's, let's talk about that, Ronnie. Why is that so important? So as a 1099 worker, um, you're going to have 1099s from multiple companies and any company that pays you over $600, they can send you, you know, what you've earned with them within a fiscal year. And that's how you do your taxes. Now, if you are trying to file file early in the year, if you're trying to file right after January 30th, get it in, you know, by April. Um, if you have not updated your W-9, if you've moved or if you've changed office addresses and you haven't updated your W-9 on SnapDoc, signing orders, ZigSig, all the major ones, BankServe, any of the ones that are kind of like cattle call type platforms, they're going to go to the wrong address. You're going to be looking for them. And guess who's to blame? You, yeah. because whenever you update your address, you need to make sure you update your W-9. Now, there's a caveat to that. There's going to be notaries out there that I already know are going to say, well, the IRS says I only have to put one W-9 on file. And then a lot of signing agencies uh, put into their contractual agreements that you have to update it every year. So this is a great time for you to start that process. If you haven't moved, get it ready for January 1st when you do have to do it anyway. Uh, but right now, you're, we're starting to prepare for the end of the year and getting that W-9 up to date by J December 31st means that you're not going to have any late payments come December 31st because you didn't update the, uh, the W-9 like everybody asked to do right. or uh, because uh, your address will be up to date. And again, I will tell you, I am the king of moving, everybody knows. I just went through a move. If you watch any video prior to today, I was in a different screen and earlier in the year in a different screen background. The stuff looks the same, but the walls look different. Uh, I love to move around and I too, you know, have to update my W-9 so that when it comes tax time, I'm able to get my 1099 forms. They usually start sending them out around January 15th to get them out by the 31st or 30th, however many days there are in January so that you can have them and start filing your taxes. And if you have just started your business and you've done your write-offs correctly and you are expecting a refund this year, then you don't have to sit around and wait for your refund so that you can use that money to put it back into your business as you see fit. Absolutely, yeah. And it, it's one of those things, especially if, if we as notaries work with multiple different companies, 
it's very easy to lose track of who has and hasn't sent you a, a 1099 at the end of the year. And so if you don't get it, you do your taxes. You didn't claim what you were supposed to claim. Uh-oh. You know, I mean, I heard the IRS has just passed the bill. The government just passed the bill to double the amount of IRS agents that are going to be uh, working for the IRS. That probably means there's going to be more IRS agents looking into small businesses and making sure they're doing their taxes right. So definitely, what about name changes though, Ronnie? I just got married this year, by the way, and my my new wife is, uh, is you know, having to go through the whole process of changing her last name, which she loves. It's a thrill for her. That's the only reason she married me, she says. And uh, is that, I mean, is that an event too, to want to update and change your W-9? Absolutely. Well, if you've changed your name, especially on your notary commission and those sorts of things, or you've set up a business in your previous name, you may want to add in a DBA so that you can get paid to that name. Or if you've changed your bank account information, I would say, you know, a name change is a big deal for you to go through and kind of groom all of your paperwork and make sure it's aligned uh, up as well. The biggest thing is going to be able to get that 1099. And of course, if you've changed your name on your notary commission and your business and they're making payments to the former name and you completely changed it, you may want to go ahead and get that updated as well. So yes, name change, one of those big red flags. Does it affect taxes as much? I don't know, but that's a question that we can ask on October the 7th. It's a good question. Yeah, good questions. And we don't always know all the answers, but we know people who can help us get those answers. So absolutely, uh, absolutely is right. Uh, good. Okay. That's great. That's great tip. And I think something that just can be so easily be overlooked. So if this is you, if that's your situation, do it now. Don't wait, you know, get on top of that. Uh, do not want to not get the things you need to be getting at your new address. So uh, now, number two, it says uh, we have here, and, and part of it, by the way, this is going to be part of a blog, Ronnie, right? That you're going to be sending out uh, this, yes. this discussion. Yeah. Okay. So, people, you guys will you'll you'll have the opportunity to hear it on audio through the podcast. You'll have an opportunity to read it through the podcast, and uh, the video uh, option would be the the and interact with it live as well if you so should choose to. That's right. Through a notary, notary stars unlimited monthly um, monthly uh, session that you guys have. So. Uh, definitely lots of opportunities to enjoy this content. Uh, the second tip we have here is use a trustworthy accounting software. This is so huge. I'll just get into it. What's tell no, me. About I it. just want to say this before you start saying it's huge and getting into it uh, for not trustworthy. We are not allowed to say the name um, of what not trustworthy is, but I think people will get what we're talking about. Okay. If you don't mind, if you, you can introduce the topic, but I just want to make sure we're not saying names of what's not trustworthy. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So we can't yeah. make those claims. Yeah. I think, uh, okay, fine. Fair enough. <laughs> Did, do you want to just jump into this or you want to, you want me to introduce that part of it? Yeah. Number two, we're talking about having a trustworthy accounting software and, uh, being careful using any free softwares. So, um, I, I want to let you guys know on October the 7th, part of Notary Stars Bootcamp, which is for paid members, we are having Notary Assist, which is a very reputable company uh, that is an accounting software come in. Last year, we had Notary Gadget come in. You can go back under accounting software, watch Notary Gadget's uh, video uh, about their software, and Notary Assist is presenting this year. Notary Assist, I do know, has a uh, huge heart for the community. We're going to have Sue Hope and Glenn Hill, who's also an accountant who specifically works with notaries on their taxes, helping make sure that they get the proper write-offs, what they can and what they can't write off. Um, <clears throat> so 
reputable softwares. Let's talk about what that is first. Okay. A reputable software to me is literally going to keep your information and your client's information private. Uh, Notary Assist and Notary Gadget, I've asked them and I will be asking Notary Assist on video as well. Do you take client information and remarket to them? When you cross the line of offering notaries the ability to input their client information to track their signings, but you are a signing service platform and we'll leave it at that. Okay. You offer that as a free service. Um, there are a lot of programs out there, online programs that we all receive signings from. And then they encourage us <laughs> to track our signings and send our invoices. And what you're doing is giving them their new marketing list to clients who are not yet using their platform, which then invites a lot of other notaries into that platform uh, if they start using it. So for instance, I, I, as Running Unlimited Inc, um, we get invitations all the time from a particular platform where it says this notary invited you. And it's because they put my information in at, at Unlimited Inc saying that they did a signing with us and send their invoice that way. But then I get an email 30 within 30 days that says, Hey, so-and-so thinks you should check out our signing service platform and use us and they're taking your business. Oh, so, awesome. you know, at Notary Stars, I do train our notaries. If you're using a free software, I did it before, but what you do is you don't put any contact information in and you only track the amount and the numbers. But we're talking about being able to track your write-offs. Um, if you think about it, those not so trustworthy ones, they don't allow you to put any write-offs in there. They're not tracking your mileage. They're not tracking your paper and ink toner expenses. Right. So literally the only thing you have is ability to put in client information that they can remarket it to. So be careful and find a trustworthy platform. I like both Notary Gadget and Notary Assist for different reasons. Notary Gadget uh, came and gave us a wonderful presentation. They have you know, a, a lot of bells and whistles that you may want. Notary Assist, I'm actually still a member of, even though I've moved over to QuickBooks. If you're a single notary out there, I really don't see any reason unless you've taken an accounting class to use QuickBooks, only because it's really complicated. And I know the commercials and it's so easy and just snap a picture of your receipts, but it's actually not. I, I, I'm smart and if I can't figure it out, you know, you're gonna need an accountant to help you do it. Notary Assist and Notary Gadget are a more, uh, easier for our industry right. to work with. And what I love about Notary Assist is I just love how involved in our community they actually are. They're supporters of almost every training platform out there. They are supporters of everything you ever will post about your notary business. They are really great at supporting our community. And I feel from that they listen and that they keep evolving to, you know, uh, give notaries what they need without getting confusing. So right now there's only two that I know of, and there may be some up and coming platforms. And I'd love to hear from those at Notary Stars. Send us an email at contact at notarystars.com. We'd love to hear from you because we'll interview you and find out uh, what you're all about. And we'll bring you on and take you to our users. Uh, but right now, those are the only two that I really know of. And I think it's really important as a notary to find a way to track your expenses, your signings all in one place, because they're all coming at us from different angles. Right. And I do see notaries who lose money by not keeping great books. And, you know, it happens all the time. I talk to signing agency owners where they're like, 
you know, we never got the invoice or we never, you know, they didn't know how to work with us or what have you. Um, and it's really not the signing agency's job to track you down, especially when they're doing so much more volume than you. You're, you've got to keep track of your own book. So it's really important if you haven't been introduced to a, a, a accounting software as a notary, please hit the, hit the notary stars, click on resources, go to accounting, uh, read about notary gadget and read about notary assist. October 7th, just as a reminder, it is for paid members, but then we're turning around and regurgitating that information on Notary Stars Unlimited on October 19th. Um, you do have to be registered, but that's a public free event. So we'll be taking what we learn and all the questions that our members are really interested in and bringing it back to the general public as well on October 19th. So that's really two things that you need to mark your calendar for. Now, if you're not a member of Notary Stars and you really want to attend our boot camps coming up October 2nd through 7th, uh, you can use the code Labor Day 2022, which will get you 50% off your first month at Notary Stars and it will unlock that door so you can come to any of the events, especially the one where we're going to have a real accountant and a real software there that you can ask questions to. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, I mean, some, some of these accountants charge a couple hundred bucks an hour just to have a, a conversation with you. And oh, believe me, I just got my accountant's <laughs> <laughs> bill today, so <laughs> I know. <laughs> Yeah, and I think I think your points are, are valid. I think at the end of the day, an accounting service uh, for has to be one. And I think the reason I like, for example, Notary Gadget, which I, I tend to use, uh, it's it's simple, and it's it, it's industry industry specific. It's specifically made for notaries, and they just recently actually uh, introduced a, an online app uh, on your phone, so you can now just. You know, once you're done with the closing, you just in your phone, you know, you, you do it right away. I haven't actually, I played with it, but I haven't fully used it. But it, so far, it seems pretty good. So, uh, uh, yeah. And, you know, at the end of the day, Ronnie, free is not really free. I mean, we, we uh, there's there's always there's always something there. And so uh, uh, having an independent paid service that that you control, that's there for you because you're paying for it, I think is obviously uh the problem we're probably not to mention not to mention you know it leads into our next point but you're able to write those services off yeah. like notary gadget you're able to write off notary assist anything that you spend on running and operating your business even the cost of an accounting software is something that you can write off on your taxes absolutely yeah it's just it's just doing good business uh but yeah if you guys are interested in that i am a proud affiliate of notary gadget you can always go to notarygadget.com forward slash notary business talk and if you go through there uh you know you help out the show in the process as well so uh let's go uh tip number three know what you can and can't write off uh this is a i mean this is a big topic probably has shown itself at some point but uh, let's let's go over some sort of basics here uh, in terms of what people can uh particularly for new notaries what they're able to write off that maybe they aren't familiar with okay so i think a lot of notaries are unaware that your background check starting that you have to get every single year mm -hmm. can be written off on your taxes right. your notary commission every four years because you're operating as a loan signing agent and you have to have it yep you can write it off on your taxes. If you have a home office space, this is where you need to talk to an accountant, but that square footage that you dedicate to your business area, um, as long as there's a door that shuts is what I understand, uh, that is considered your office space, um, you can write that off. If you buy any new computer equipment, there's a way to either write off the entire purchase or you can write it over, over time. If you bought a car for your business or in, in your mileage, there's a, you need to talk to an accountant about that. And that's why we're going to have notary assisting uh, Ms. Glenn Hill coming 
on the seventh, so we can ask these questions. But I don't write my car off um, um, anymore. I write my mileage off. And so there's different things that you can write off, home office space, uh, maintenance on your car, your supplies, your paper, your toner, mm -hmm. um, your internet can be written off if you're using a dedicated internet line. If you are, if you have a cell phone dedicated to your business, yeah, cell phone. you can write that off. Um, insurances can be written off your errors and emissions insurance. You know, my errors and emissions insurance is a million dollars and my cyber insurance and they charge me every month. That's tax deductible. Anything that you spend on your business, and or if you have a website, that's tax deductible. Mm -hmm. It starts adding up. Another thing that notaries may be unaware of is that their notary stamps are actually tax deductible. And there is a way to record those stamps and bring down what you may owe your local government uh, and, and the federal government. So having a good accountant uh, to talk to and find out what you can write off to with that understands our industry right. is really important. And you know, the list goes on and on and on. I have a really great accountant that helps me write off things. And I actually am the bad one. They have to come to me and be like, what was this? And what was that? <laughs> um, but I'm at a much larger level now, uh, running a signing agency and having notary stars. One of the things that, you know, at notary stars, I'm able to write off any free memberships that we give for the year. If we do any, uh, if I've done any, classes or things that I give away for free, then I'm able to write those certain types of things off. Now, if I'm doing them to promote the company, I can't really do those. But in your notary business, you are going to be able to find things that you can write off. And, you know, I name some of those uh, right up, right up front that are, you know, kind of apparent, but I think a lot of notaries miss writing off their background check. Then NNA membership dues, that's another one that you can write off. Uh, we're going to be talking about this more in depth on the 7th. And on the 19th, on uh, the 19th, if you are not a Notary Stars member, please join there or watch it on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel um, and you'll see the replay of that as well. But we would love to have you there that night so we can answer any questions. Yeah, definitely. So two opportunities here to really get a, uh, a more in-depth understanding of of, of what, you know, and, and this is, this is the, I think the beautiful part of being an entrepreneur is the fact that we can write this stuff off, stuff that people who are just employees uh, can't do. So for those of you who are new, who maybe just started doing notary work in the last year or two, I mean, this is exciting stuff. And if you really want to take advantage of it, I definitely recommend you guys go to those two events that are coming up at the very least, the, the, the one on the 19th. Um, but yeah, absolutely. And again, it's a big topic, so we can't really discuss all of it today. And, and you know, it's specific to each individual. Your situation may be different to somebody else. So at the end of the day, you really want to get some professional advice and some good counsel when it comes to, uh, to your taxes. So Good stuff, Ronnie. Good stuff. All right. So, the, and the last tip that we have here is understanding the difference between your what you know what you what you've earned and what you're actually getting paid. And this seems to be something more that that becomes uh, important as we get closer to the end of the year, but uh, can easily be overlooked. So, what are you referring? What are we talking about here, Ronnie? Well, again, you're going to receive W nines. Most of us are going to receive W nines from our 1099s from multiple companies and you fill out one W9 on stat docs or signing order and then you got multiple 1099s coming at you from those companies that you worked with. Right. And on your 1099, uh, if you earn money within a year, uh, that is one thing. If you are paid money within a year, 
then that is another. So you need to make sure that your signing services are not sending you money that you haven't been paid yet. So if you haven't received payment for, you know, we know that you can wait three, six months sometimes, right. you know, some of these companies, 90 day turnaround is, you know, pretty industry strat standard on some things, 60 days. What you do in uh, November and December, if it hasn't been paid to you by December 31st, you are not to pay taxes on that until the next tax season. Right. So November to December, you know, it, it doesn't matter if you earned 5,000 or 10,000 or $20,000. Those of you that are making over 10 grand a month or over $20,000 a month, you want to make sure that you've kept good books and that you're not paying taxes before you have to. First of all, you could die and you could leave that money to your family. <laughs> uh, but you, you don't want to pay money unless you absolutely have to. I have been fortunate enough to take a little bit of accounting class. And one of the things they tell you is do not spend money unless you absolutely have to or pay anything early unless you actually have to because you never know when you're going to need those funds to keep your business going. So with that said, when it comes to December, uh, January 1st and you receive your 1099, you, you should be able to look down and say, did I actually get paid this money within the previous year mm -hmm. or am I still waiting on some of those funds to be paid? And if they haven't, you need to have them corrected no matter how large or small because you'll be paying your taxes incorrectly, essentially. Hmm. And you never know if they're gonna calculate it onto next year's taxes as well. So you wanna make sure that you're being only paying taxes on what you actually earned between January 1st and December 31st, 2022, come 2023, and any other fiscal year as well. Yeah, I think that, and this goes back to that second tip that we talked about is just uh, to be able to do this, you have to have good books, you have to have good accounting, and keep track of what you've uh, what you've earned, or else you would never even be able to tell if you got paid the right amount or not. So, yeah, and you know, and Abraham, I have to say the reason that I, you know, we planned the, the these topics for a year in advance of where you might be in your notary business around this time of year when we actually talk about them, right? And we've altered them for things that have come up in the, the industry, but it's remained pretty true. And I have to tell you, I always tell this at Notary Stars, the first couple of years of being a mobile notary, I wouldn't have wanted to be my own notary and I didn't know I was gonna wind up being my own boss. I mean, it just, <laughs> I fell in love with it. And you know, you want to make sure that you are taking care of yourself out the gate, making it a process. I look at it kind of like my marketing students when I tell them, you know, you have to make it a part of your process to market your business. You also have to make it a part of your process to do the accounting on your business. Right. You need to, and it costs money, unfortunately, parts of it, but those things get to written off. If you talk to a professional, if you get any kind of training, if you pay something to learn something, if you take an accounting course yourself, all of those things are tax deductible if you're doing them for your business. So it, it comes kind of full circle, but at the same time, if you don't do it, you are not going to uh, be able to control things or do things that you want to. And if you are doing it part-time, it's really important for you to um, still look at your taxes and make sure that you're doing them right so that you don't wind up paying more money than you have to. Right. This career is really amazing and beautiful. It's given me everything I've ever wanted and more. And, you know, 
that did not come without faltering or mistakes. So now sitting here 12 years later, that's why I have these conversations and try to help because I didn't understand these things. I didn't know that I could pay less taxes because when you start getting into that realm that you want to get into, not knowing that you could have written off your memberships or your training or your background check, those things add up very quickly, real quick. Mileage adds up very quick, Mm -hmm. all of those things. So that's why we want to call attention to it this month in October, uh, which is when this will air. Uh, We're filming now in September. Uh, So when this airs, you know, this is the time for you to start thinking about it because we got October, November, December, and And we lost Ronnie for a second there. Ronnie, are back. Still, oh, there yeah, you are. You got that robot voice for a little bit there. So, uh, <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, no worries, no worries. So, yeah, let's 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 finish up with recapping sort of the events that are coming up. So, we have October nineteenth, which is the free public event. That's for Notary Stars Unlimited, and the one that we have for the for the paid event. Uh, that that when, when was that one again? That's going to be on October seventh, and it's part of our Notary Stars Boot Camp series. Uh, During that series, we come up with a variety of topics. I'm very happy to announce that this year is the first year. We're going into our fourth year in business, and it is our first year. uh, We're having our very first annual stakeholders event Okay. uh, because everybody who pays into the site is essentially a stakeholder of uh, Notary Stars. So we are going to be rolling out new things that are coming in the new year and getting feedback and allowing our members to vocalize and vote on certain things that they want to see happen because we want to develop the site with notaries careers, not for notary careers. And, uh, and then on our final uh, episode of that week, uh, we will be having the accounting conversation. Um, so it, it, as a member, which is only $25 monthly, you can get it if you sign up before September 31st, you can get it for uh, 50% off for your first month. Uh, but that includes that accounting course. Now, if you're not able to do that right now, we have that free event where we'll be taking the information, uh, but it will be a little less interactive than if you were attending the event uh, on the 7th. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Yeah, and if, again, if you guys want to learn more about uh, Notary Stars, you can go to notaryentrepreneur.com forward slash Notary Stars. I have a quick little review of why I love it so much. And if you take advantage of this, uh, a promotional code before the end of the month, you will get 50% off for the first month, which is pretty nice, I think. Uh, hey, Ronnie, great, great topics, great information. I think people are going to find a lot of value out of this. And, you know, for some, it might save them a significant amount of money. And I think uh, this is why we do this, right? Because we get to help people and uh, teach them, educate them, and hopefully entertain them at the same time. So, um yeah, and I think you should remind people too, because we've done a lot of uh, really great podcasts and blogs. Uh, remind people too where to go on your website to find the replays of our previous episodes, because we've got a lot of, we've got the cost saving video, not just about the taxes, but we've also got tips on how to increase business. I mean, the last month and a half with you has just been amazing on what we've put out. So just remind people where yeah. they can go and listen to those again. Yeah, absolutely. And at the end of the at the end of the podcast, it will tell it will say Notary Business Talk, which actually redirects to Notary Entrepreneur. And if you go to podcasts, you'll be able to get all this content also through the YouTube channel. Uh, yes, thank you for reminding me, uh, uh, Ronnie. And actually, you also have this on your platform. I think you post these on there. So if you guys follow Ronnie already, you also have access to those videos. Uh, but yes, we really would love to have you guys go back. If you're listening to this on a podcast platform, you can always go back to previous episodes. And uh, I know a lot of you have been doing that already. 
Ronnie, it was a pleasure as always. And until next month, we'll uh, we'll do this again, my friend. All right. Thank you so much for having me again. Absolutely. And for the rest of you, I hope you guys have an amazing, productive, incredibly cool, uh, super duper fantastic week. And just take care, guys. Anyhow, take care now. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Notary Business Talk. To learn more about becoming a notary entrepreneur or to find out how Abraham can help you achieve your business goals, visit notarybusinesstalk.com.